All right, everybody, it's France, man. Let's uh, let's get our weigh-ins and picks and predictions for Smack Volume 2. I'm here alone in the studio, so I definitely wanted to get my weigh-in on this card. I'm going to start off from the top to the bottom with the rematch and the headliner of the card, Arsenal, the Rebel versus Hollow, the Dinan and On. Oh, my God. This is nostalgic for me. Um, for many Battle Rap fans that go back in the early 2000s, you know, 2005, 2006, 2008, even nine and ten, you will remember this battle very clearly. You know, uh, this is the last when they battled on Fight Club. That was the last Fight Club they aired on TV. They actually battled on March thirtieth, two thousand and nine, Monday Night Fight Club. And the look at that the the battle is almost a, the exact same date nine years later. So, going into the battle, right? This is what I want to say about Hollow. Since two thousand and ten. After Hollow battled Big T, he has never not been the main event. Every single battle he's had after Big T, he's been the main event. I mean, with the exception of Disaster and, and Hollow, the surprise battle. But let's be honest. Diz and Hollow could headline any King of the Dot card with their eyes closed. They could even headline a smack card. So Hollow Don's a ticket seller. He's the guy you use to pack out venues. He And when he battles, he uses crowd participation. He has his performance a variety of unorthodox skills and attributes and approaches, angles, and he's a strategic guy. That's how he wins his matches. But I think a lot of those attributes are stripped in the small room because now he's forced to rap. I do think Hollow has grown more of a battler than Arsenal has. If you if you look back from when they battled in 2009 to their present career, I have no doubt and no question in my mind that Hollow has probably maybe a better career you know, a better URL resume, and he has grown more. Arsenal definitely peaked probably by like 2014, 2015. You can pick, you can pick it wherever you want to pick it at. But in their first match, I do believe Arsenal was the more lyrical MC, unlike Hollow. And more importantly, between 2010 to now, Arsenal has had a variety of small room battles. Hollow hasn't. So I think Arsenal is going to be fitting in the environment and I won't lie, I know Hollow ha- always has angles prepared for his opponents. But there's always two sides to a story. So I'm going with Arsenal 2-1. Next battle in the card is Cortez and O-Red, the champion of the year versus Cortez. Listen, O-Red had an impressive 2017. Congrats on getting champion of the year. It's going to be interesting to see if he can carry over that momentum into 2018. But this is something I want to acknowledge for Cortez because he has some accolades on URL that I feel sometimes get swept under the rug. On URL, Cortez has five battles where he studied his opponents, three of them being in the vault. If you want me to name them, I can name them. Young L, Tech 9 Uno Lavas, Prez Mafia, Cicero. He's had five battles on URL in small room settings. And he's faced a variety of style, talent, and more importantly, different classes of battlers in URL. He's battled the PG class 2013 or 2014, 2016, you name it, right? I do think Cortez is more lyrical than O-Red, but O-Red is definitely a sharper puncher and can land harder haymakers. But Cortez has finally realized that he has something to prove to the battle rap community. And he's been consistent in every single year. Since 2014 and on, I've seen him inclining. 2014, 15, 16, 17. He gets better and better. And if we're going to be honest with ourselves, 
We've seen Ored at Volume 1 against Briz. I have Ored winning the battle, but we don't talk much about that battle because it wasn't an outstanding performance. If Cortez beats Ored clearly, he makes a statement with this win. And he puts himself in Champion of the Year contentions and the conversation. Cortez 2-1. Next battle on the card, John John the Don versus Rum Nitty. I have a lot to say about this. I have a lot of positive things to say about John John because I've seen the culture as 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 usual, we have undermined John John and he's the underdog in the situation. Some people think Romney's actually gonna 30 John John, which is a little far fetched to me, but let's be honest. John John is usually the underdog and doesn't always get the credit he deserves. And if you ask me, he's a better rapper than Rum, a better performer. He's an underrated angler. He fuels off motivation. And he's strategic. He knows how to win battles and adapt during the rounds and, and to the crowd. You know, if this battle's on the stage, I can honestly see John John leaving leaving the building with a 2-1 clear or maybe even a 30. He will follow the same recipe of success JC did with Rum Nitty. But this is why I respect John John because he preferred to take Rum Nitty in a small room. He said it in his interview with Hip Hop Is Real. He preferred to battle Rum Nitty in a small room because he acknowledges Rum Nitty is dangerous in a small room. That means John John has something up his sleeve and he is motivated for this match. But again, all the attributes that favor John John are stripped away in a small room. Now, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but if we've seen Rum Nitty's performance at Volume 1, it's really hard to go against it, you know? The time frame that John John takes to set up a punch, you know, his four bar setup, Rum Nitty can land two haymakers, but before John John can land one. I've seen a handful of John John battles in small rooms, and I've seen some of them live. He tends to stale out sometimes. Eventually, there's highlights and momentum rises and, and falls in his rounds where some of his bars hit, some of them don't. Some of them set up and they end flat. That's not going to happen with Rum Nitty, you know? Many battlers saw Rum Nitty and Iron and said that that was the best battle they've seen in their life. Let that sink in for a second. Because these are guys that's probably seen over hundreds of battles live. And they said that Rum Nitty and Iron Solomon was the best they've seen in their life. He was on another world in the small room. He landed about 90 to 95% of his lines. He connected on everything. He was extremely comfortable. And I believe he can replicate that performance. I have Rum Nitty 2-1 in a competitive match. Very competitive match. It's not going to be easy for anybody. It's going to be a dogfight. Nobody's winning this battle clearly. But I'm going with Rum Nitty 2-1. The next match on this card, New Jersey Twerk and Averb. Man, this is the match, honestly, I'm looking forward to the most, to be quite honest with you. Um, Verb's honestly been dying to be back in the setting where the crowd has zero effect on him. It has zero effect on his focus and on his performance and his lyricism. You know, uh, we've seen Verb in tons of performances where he tries to cater to the crowd. Some hit, some miss. And we can be honest, sometimes the crowd treats him unfairly and sometimes he's not up to par with whatever A-Verb that we are expecting. So, it, But regardless, throw all that out the window. Because right now, he's ready to show you why he believes his pen is the best in battle rap. And as for New Jersey Twerk, uh, 
he had an impressive win on volume one against JC. And let me add that JC, in my opinion, is definitely one of the most lyrical battlers we have out. And JC has consistently shown us that he's efficient and dominant in a small room. JC made his rep in the small room. He didn't make his rep on the big stages. We know JC for who he is and we love him for who he is for what he's done in the small room. So for Twerk to be able to overcome and beat that, it came out of Twerk having respect for JC and being motivated for the match. And then we've seen the results. Twerk has stated on the record he has respect for Averb. And more importantly, Twerk is coming off a bad performance and a loss against Mr. Wavy. There's a window of redemption available and he has respect for Verb. We're going to get a Twerk that's very motivated. This has the potential to be a classic and battle of the night, if you ask me. But if you've been following Averb since 2009, you will know just as well as I do. He's given us legendary performances in the small room. He's lyrically one of the best in the Midwest. And despite whatever taints you want to throw on Verb's resume, throw it out the window because his his history in battle rap is cemented in the culture. And, you know, when you put Verb against the right style, he's motivated. Styles make fights. Look at his battle with Bida. He was motivated. That was a good Verb. I'm going with Verb 2-1 on this battle. Now, this may be my most outlandish pick, and I know majority of people may disagree with me, but uh, hear me out. T-Top and Big K. Big K, in my opinion, is on a losing streak, you know. I've seen two of his last three battles live, and I also had the pay-per-view for one of his battles. So, I, I have him being edged out by pass. I have him getting 30 by Old Red. And I have him losing clearly rounds two and three to John John and live for so four. You know, when I think of Big K, he's I think of him being as, as consistent as possible. He's consistent. He's going to always give you three solid rounds of battle. And that's good. But the thing is, solid rounds can be beaten. You know, sometimes he just leaves the door open, doesn't close the deal. He ends his round short at times. And sometimes Big K hits and misses with his approaches and his angles. He had an effective angle against JC, an ineffective angle against O'Red. It happens. He doesn't always stick with his angles. But T-Top, on the other hand, he's one of the best anglers we have in this game next to Real Deal Murder Mook. Murder Mook has even considered battling T-Top And stayed on the record that that was in the plans to battle T-Top But that's a whole nother conversation Look, T-Top has evolved over the years Like he, he can perform He can do your four bar punch He can freestyle He can story tell He has wordplay And T-Top is smart enough to know what is going to work and what's not going to work You know, the, he's not going to use the white angle against Big K Because he's, he's aware the white angle has been ineffective against Big K and I know we love Big K for his small room moments, his PG, Battle with Rosenberg Raw, a couple of other small room battles. I can go on and on. But let me remind everybody that T-Top went viral in a small room setting. The UFF tournament that he won, his last battle against Snow, yeah, that went viral. And that performance got him to be the headliner of Rookies vs. Vets for a reason. I just think T-Top has enough versatility to outclass Big K each round. That's why I got T-Top winning this battle, 3-zip, T-Top 30. And the last battle on the card, Mike P versus Young Cannon. Well, 
see, I like this match a lot too. Uh, see, Mike P's experienced. You know, on the big stage, he knows what to do. Uh, he's gone toe to toe lyrically with Daylight, and I, I love that battle. I think it's one of my, that's one of my favorite Mike P battles. He has enough personality and performance to always sway over the crowd and charisma. And I, I like that a lot about Mike P. You know, he's very different and very. He's a breath of fresh air when I see him battle. He had a battle on Volume 1 against Suge, and he, he took a loss there. And that recent loss he took, it, it taught him so much. He left there with so much value and lessons, and he st- he said it on Hip Hop Is Real. He said it himself, that he knows now what works, what doesn't work, what to do, and what not to do. And if there's anybody that I can trust that will bounce back and perform well again, is Mike P. And plus, he's been calling out Young Cannon for a while. They've been going back and forth. You don't go back and forth with somebody if you don't have something up your sleeve. But unfortunately, this is another battle where I think a stage favors a rapper more than the, the small room. Mike P on the stage could easily perform, could easily joke, and could easily manipulate a crowd against Young Cannon. But in a small room, let me make this clear. Young Cannon has beaten... In the small room and battled Tay Rock, Danger Zone, O Red, JC, and these are all small room settings. And the mid to big room settings, he's battled Danny Myers, Chilla Jones, Cortez, uh, B Magic, John John the Don. He's beaten them all. His resume and win speaks for itself. Yeah, he's been battling longer than Mike P and, and has about maybe five times the amount of battles. But as well as in his battles, he's battled about 30 times in the small room. So I think the small room does have more of an advantage for Young Cannon. So if you ask me, I'm going with Young Cannon 2-1, and that's how I'm calling it.